Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Happy holidays to you and yours from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Courtney Cronin, Freddie Coleman, taking over for the guys today, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and also on ESPNU. Join us anytime you want to Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776, especially when it comes to your biggest sports grievous. Make your festivus for the rest of us by letting us know exactly what problems you got with people, and they need to hear about it. 888-729-3776. Do not ask a Jet fan about their grievance today. Oh, man. After last night, it's not that he lost to Jacksonville Jaguars, 19-3. Corny people expected that. It's the way that they lost, and Zach Wilson playing like that. Alan Hahn, host of, host of Barton Hahn and resident Jets fan, had this to say on Instagram, and he said everything about before and after the game. Thursday night football. Let's go, Jets. It's windy. It's raining. Who cares? They need this win. Hold on to your hats. Let's go, Jets. That sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Succinct and to the point. And for those of you listening on radio right now, to see Alan Hahn's face, that sucked. (laughs) Like, the wind blowing, like, it was just a tale of uh, two very different nights for Alan Hahn. Yeah, and and it didn't even last that long because, as any Jets fan will tell you, anytime you have any kind of high expectations, Courtney, something or someone always gets in the way, and right now that person is Zach Wilson. This is a ready-made team to get into the playoffs. They have an offensive line, even though it's been banged up, they've been better than anybody could have anticipated. They got guys on the outside that can make plays. They got a defense that is a top-five defense that will give you that religion each and every game. But they got a quarterback that have people praying like Aretha Franklin saying he's got to get out of here when it comes to Zach Wilson. And so many articles, I've been able to read this so far, Courtney, in the New York Post, New York Daily News, Newsday. The common headline is, this is ended. This has to end now with Zach Wilson being a starting quarterback for the New York Jets. It's frustrating because the quarterback futility for this Jets team is continuing on. And a year ago, this organization thought, hey, they're finally going to be able to end this. They've got their guy. They have the second overall pick. They're going to take Zach Wilson. And I remember at the time his draft, like the you know the mm-hmm. profile on him as a draft prospect was boomer bust. Mm-hmm. And very much he's living up to the bust part of that label. And it's unfortunate that we know that not even two full seasons in, but it's also fortunate that the Jets know that two seasons in because they can guide themselves through the postseason now knowing that 
Zach Wilson's not the answer at quarterback. Like, you may have to keep him around, have some sort of false pretense here of a quarterback competition, knowing that he's not going to be your starter next year, simply to try to put out the the notion that he is worth something to you as a franchise, because you are going to try to trade him. Like, you're not going to cut him. There's Good too many guarantees that. that are on that, that are tied into that deal as the second overall pick, $35 million in total guarantees in that contract. It's just such a pricey mistake, and you can't afford to make pricey mistakes like this when you're a team that's in a win-now window, and they've done really good things in free agency and the draft to try to shore up certain positions. They've got to get the quarterback one right. Now, is there a chance that Zach Wilson is on this roster next year? Yes, but in a backup role because he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. We saw that yesterday solidified when he gets benched for somebody who had 25 career pass attempts Mm -hmm. uh, in Chris Streveler, who, again, still don't know who he is. Would love to know a little bit more if anybody can educate me on that. But what we saw in the game is that all I needed to know, Freddie, is what the Jets fans thought of that. When he comes into the game, he's having to, like, quiet the fans down because it's getting so loud inside MetLife Stadium. That just shows you this is a fan base that is so perturbed by the way that this quarterback situation has played out with the former number 2 overall pick that literally anything, any option at quarterback that's not Zach Wilson is one that they're going to prefer over the former number 2 pick. Here's the skinny on Chris Streveler. He played at the, for the Minnesota Golden Gophers, played for three years, transferred to the University of South Dakota, played two years at South Dakota Coyotes. He threw for over 6,000 yards, was offensive player of the year in 2017, a runner for the Walter Payton Award, which is the best the best player in FCS football. He played with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. He's been part of the Arizona Cardinals, Baltimore Ravens, Miami Dolphins. This guy was called up from the practice squad and played in an NFL game the same day. That tells you all you need to know about how the Jets are through with Zach Wilson. By the way, you're going to hear what Zach Wilson had to say right now. Here, Courtney Cronin, Freddie Coleman, on Keyshawn, Jalen Lamax, and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. Listen to the first 10 to 12 words on why he struggled so much last night versus Jacksonville. Man, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just, I just felt like I um, didn't have any rhythm out there. Um, you know, just trying to find some confidence out there on the field and just, you know, just find something to get us going, a little spark. And um, couldn't get anything there, man. And, and, you know, I had opportunities, and I got to be able to connect on those. And, you know... Uh, we're going to go back and watch it, and you know I'm sure coaches will detail it up and stuff for us. But you know, right now the feeling is I just gotta, you know, put my head down and just try and get better, you know, for these guys. And you know, that's kind of my message to them out there is, you know, I'm trying to give them everything I got. I'm trying to lay it out there for you guys, and and it's not good enough, and I got to put them in a better position. Yeah, and the Jets, honestly, Courtney, should have known this before they drafted Zach Wilson. Because people warned them, saying, I don't know if this is the guy with the second pick in the draft. Justin Fields should be your guy. But the New York Jets said, what we do, Zach Wilson fits what we do as a rookie quarterback. And they sold everybody that bill of goods that this was going to be the guy as a franchise quarterback. Which left me shaking my head from side to side going, you got a guy ready-made that has played well the highest level in college football when it comes to Justin Fields at Ohio State, played in championship games in the Big Ten, played for a national championship getting in the semifinals. But you decided that you wanted a guy that wowed you at a pro day with a big throw down the field instead of somebody who fit the part and fit what you do. The New York Jets did not have to get the last night, Courtney, to realize maybe, just maybe, this guy should not be the starting quarterback. 
They Maybe. should have known that last year in the NFL draft when Justin Fields was on the board, and that's the guy they should have taken. Let this be a lesson, Freddie, in quarterback evaluation for all teams in the NFL going forward. The Jets looked past some clear and very promising qualities in Justin Fields because I think they were prisoners of the moment. You bring up his pro day, and he's throwing routes on air, and everybody's foaming at the mouth thinking, wow, this is awesome. Like This guy has got a rocket of an arm, and knowing what he did at BYU, you putting that in the same context as what Justin Fields did at Ohio State it's just like it, the two didn't compute but for whatever reason the New York Jets were sold on Zach Wilson and I just feel like this is something that as we do every year we look back in retrospect and say hey how did these quarterback classes pan out the 2021 one which was, you know, not, it's a, a two-year-old class. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty clear where you'd have Zach Wilson being drafted if you were going to do a redraft of that group and where you'd have Justin Fields going now. Five of them were taken in the top 15. I don't think Trevor Lawrence loses his spot at number nope. one, but nope. I do think Justin Fields has earned the mm-hmm. redraft spot of number two. And then, of course, you got to figure what you're doing with Mac Jones and, and Trey Lance, who, you know, as you, as you put it the other day, like he gets a giant eye next to his name for incomplete because you just don't know. But it's it, it, this happens all the time, but there's a lesson to be learned here in being able to see the winning qualities a quarterback has in college because that's important when you get to the NFL. Usually teams yep. that are drafting high and drafting a quarterback is because they weren't great the year before. They're in position to draft that high because their record oftentimes, unless you've been trading around kind of like what the 49ers did, the record dictates where they're going to be picking. And if you can get somebody who can weather the storm of being on a rough team, like that's what I've seen up close because I cover the Chicago Bears for ESPN.com. Like that's what I've seen up close with Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. Like things have been rough here in Chicago. They're three and 11. You can't sugarcoat that to save your life, nor would you want to. But the leadership qualities of someone like Justin Fields on a losing team, Mm -hmm. you haven't heard any of that about Zach Wilson. I know that Garrett Wilson, no relation, the Jets receiver, who was kind of at the center of everything as a rookie speaking out after the Patriots game where Zach Wilson said the, like, you know, would not take any accountability for the offense kind of letting the defense down in, in that Patriots game. Garrett Wilson was the one who was taking more accountability for this offense and kind of throwing his quarterback under the bus. And I don't think anybody would have blamed him in that moment. But then, you know, when Mike White takes over, everybody's on the Mike White train and then they have to go back to Zach Wilson because of injury. Like Garrett Wilson's one of the first people out there talking about supporting his quarterback, trying to get him comfortable. And I just feel like you don't see that with that many players trying to galvanize Zach Wilson because that clip that you played, that is a dejected individual. That is somebody who has lost his confidence, and I don't know how he gets it back. Certainly is not going to be getting it back. Certainly we won't see him playing for the New York Jets this year. Next year's a giant question mark, Freddie, but the, the time is running out on Zach Wilson, potentially not just with the New York Jets, but as a starting quarterback in the NFL. And it, it's tough to give up on somebody that early. The signs are there, though, and the signs have been there. It's never good when two guys who had no regard – had a team galvanized and a fan base galvanized more than you when it comes to Mike White and Chris Streveler. One was a fourth-round pick and one nobody even heard of before last night. And the team played better with those two than the guy that was the second pick in the draft last year. That spoke volumes more than any kind of boo raining down on the Jets' boo when it comes to Zach Wilson. 
Courtney Cronin, Freddie, coming in for the guys here in Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80, and also on ESPNU. We haven't forgotten about the NBA. Doubleheader on Sunday for Christmas Day. Celtics hosting the Bucks, followed by the Grizzlies at the Warriors. Coverage begins at 4.30 Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Well, we know Joe Fortenball is always real, and by the way, it's going to get really, really real on January 3rd. The new Joe and Amber show, meaning Joe Fortenbaugh and Amber Wilson, that starts on January 3rd, 7 to 9 Eastern time on ESPN Radio. Always good to bring the ESPN betting analyst. That is Joe Fortenbaugh. Hit Joe Cool on Twitter at Joe Fortenbaugh. It's time to do a little real or not real Joe Fortenbaugh. We got the underdogs in the National Football League this week. Chicago plus eight hosting Buffalo. Giants plus four on the road versus Minnesota. Washington plus seven at San Francisco. Philadelphia plus six at Dallas. Green Bay plus four at Miami. Joe, the floor is yours. What? No hello? No happy uh, I'm holidays? Sorry. I, I, I said, hey, Joe, I, I mentioned the radio show. Jeez, I mentioned you, move, you, you move Amber. up to mornings, and all of a sudden it's serious business. Really? In, uh, in the nights, we barely really? even get anything done when we talk together. <laughs> that, that is very true. So, you know, I'm just going to step out <laughs> and let Pacquiao still do his thing. This way, we, yeah, Mr. Freddie, we get it, Pacquiao still. <laughs> oh, we Freddy. get it. Yeah, Grinch Coleman over here trying to take away my one job on this show. Easy there, Ebenezer. <laughs> Easy there. <laughs> All right, so we are playing real or not real underdogs who will win this week. Buffalo at Chicago. Chicago plus eight. Courtney, we'll start with you. Real or not real, Chicago wins this week. No, not real. Okay. I'm not going to okay. really elaborate Freddy. down on that anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear from Joe. Did we yeah, not bring really. him on for yeah. this very yeah, exactly. reason? Exactly. I'm, I'm with Courtney, so Joe, the floor is yours. This way you don't stay mad at me. So I don't, I don't see Chicago winning this game. It's not going to surprise me in the least if they do find a way to keep it inside the number. It was nine. It's now trickled down to eight. It's supposed to be very cold in Chicago. The total Oof. in this game is moving down. So when you have a, a low total and Vegas is pricing this to be a low-scoring game, eight points in your pocket is a lot more valuable than in a shootout, right? Because that can be covered in quick time. I would say if you're looking for a bet in this one, the Bills team total over which is basically a bet on how many points the Bills will score, right. that might be something you want to target given the fact that the Bears have given up 25 or more in like seven or eight straight. The defense just can't get enough stops to keep it competitive in a lot of these games. The Giants are plus four at Minnesota. Courtney, real or not real, the Giants win this week. I think this is real. And I know that people are going to look at me and say, well, Courtney, this is a different Vikings team than when you left. When you were covering them for five years, this is a completely different staff. Some of the, the roster's different. It's a completely different mindset here. This is still a team that has not shown me that they can come back from emotional highs and big wins and be able to follow that up the next week. It happened when I was there, and it's also happened this season. So we do have a sample size because of what happened when they got smacked by da- by Dallas. That came on the heels of that Buffalo win. They just came back and had the largest comeback in NFL history, guys. I don't think that they're taking the Giants lightly by any stretch, but that's a kind of a hard thing to bounce back from the emotions of that game. And given what this defense has done, I know they only, you know, they made some adjustments there in the second half. I still don't trust them. I trust the Giants on the road plus four. I'm going to say it's not real. I think Minnesota wins this game. I think they win this game handily because that offense is really, really good with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook running the football. And the defense will will be okay because that's better than what they have been so far this year. I just think the Giants offense, it can only move as much as the running game. And if it's a firefight, I trust the Minnesota, their weapons will take advantage of that. The Giants defense is not bad. I think when Minnesota wins this game, I'm more than four. So, yeah, I will say that's not real. 
These are this is a game with two teams that are just absolutely made for one another. Minnesota is <laughs> yeah. ten and zero in one score games this season. The Giants are eight two and one in one score games this season. Obviously, this probably won't be a one score game after all that is astute analysis. <laughs> what, what I would say, I think Minnesota, or I should say, I think the Giants are live in this spot. Uh, Minnesota's defense stinks. Yes, that's the problem here. Their defense stinks. Twenty eight or worse against the pass and in scoring defense. Bottom half of the league in run defense. Giants are coming on strong late in the season. Daniel Jones' career-high completion percentage. Uh, his interception totals are down. I would look to New York here. But again, when you're talking about four points late in the game, Minnesota does have the firepower, as Freddie said, to get that last score on the board to cover the number. We are playing Real or Not Real Underdogs Who Win This Week with Joe Fortenball. Joe uh, hosts, or he's on a great show called Daily Wager. Yes, he is. You should tune into that as well. Amen. Thank you, Pat. You got it, man. Washington plus seven at San Francisco. Courtney, Real or Not Real, Washington wins this week. Uh, not real. I know that Chase Young is trending towards being back for this game, and I think that's great for fortifying the Giant, the Washington pass rush, considering what that looked like against the Giants last week. But San Francisco's rolling right now. Mm-hmm. They've got a good formula with Brock Purdy under center, and I think Kyle Shanahan's doing – you know, putting him in a spot where they're not asking him, they're not asking the world of this quarterback, but he can make some really big plays with his arm. I think they just keep rolling with what they're with what they have right now, and that's going to be enough to win this game at home. If they struggle against a Giants defense that's pretty good, good luck versus those bloodthirsty pirates of defense <laughs> called San Francisco, because those guys are no joke. And now you got Christian McCaffrey, what he's able to do in the running game with Brock, or I like to say Purdy. Brock Purdy, a quarterback for San Francisco. Washington has struggled to score offensively. They're really going to struggle in San Francisco. Yeah, that's not real. They have no chance winning that game this week versus the 49ers. One interesting note on this game is that it was sitting seven on the point spread all week, and then either late last night or this morning it moved to six and a half. So some Washington mm. money did hit the market, which is interesting. But that yep. does not mean they are going to win the game, and I do not see them winning the game. They can play defense, as everyone has already mentioned. That offense is terrible. Like You're watching them last night. Heineke's got some great ATS numbers in terms of how many spreads he's covered as a starter. The guy just can't make enough plays. And we don't have the excuse of, well, he doesn't have the weapons. he got plenty of weapons. He's got enough around him to go out there and put up bigger numbers. He can't do it. Against this Niner pass rush, good night. And I believe the Niners have 10 days to get ready for this game. Yes. So look out. (laughs) All right, we're playing real or not real underdogs who will win this week. Philadelphia plus six at Dallas. Courtney, real or not real, Philadelphia wins with – or sorry, it's it four and a half real. now. It's four and a half now. I know the line keeps changing on this. I can't yep. keep up. But I'm going to go ahead and take Philadelphia in this game as the underdog. They did make the switch at quarterback from Jalen Hurts to Gardner Minshew. Minshew has, and I've said the stat multiple times, the sixth best turnover to interception ratio in the NFL since he got into the league in 2016. So I don't know if like the change at quarterback is going to change all of what they do offensively in terms of like the efficiency. Of course, you're not going to see the designed runs and you know, um, you know, QB power, all things like that with different quarterbacks, but they're still the most complete team in the NFC until they're not. And I think that at quarterback. Gardner Minshew's more than just a stopgap. Last year, he filled in for Jalen Hurts in a similar situation, did admirably well. They also get Dallas Goddard back this week. So I think that another weapon, somebody that Gardner Minshew likes throwing the ball to. And oh, by the way, this defense for Philly is pretty good too. I'm going to take Dallas is going to win this one. I'm going to say that's not real because of all the vitriol that they've heard since last week, I don't know why I'm going to say this, but I think they're going to use that as fuel and find a way to not lose to Philadelphia for the second time this year, playing at home on Christmas Eve as well. 
I think they're going to be fortified by the fact they say, hey, let's not lose this one. Let's give ourselves some confidence. They'll find that confidence. I say it's not real that Philadelphia wins as an underdog versus Dallas. I mean, if Dallas finally finds it, then they're as dangerous as almost anybody. But that's the question. So I do think Philly is live in this spot because Philly has been waiting all season to play somebody. They haven't played a single big yeah. game all year. This game's it. That's they're fair. all going to rise to the challenge in this matchup. And the problem with Dallas is that they have no killer instinct. They get so complacent. Off the bye against Green Bay, fall on their face and lose. 17.5 point favorites against Houston complacent, sleepwalking, almost get beat. The game last week in Jacksonville, 17-point lead. They go to sleep. They're too conservative with the play calling. They make too many mistakes. They don't have the killer instinct. Philly's coming for them. That's going to be a very good football game. I bet the over in that one as well. All right, let's rapid fire. We got five Christmas Day NBA games, so let's rapid fire through these picking straight up. Philadelphia at New York. Courtney, who you got? I have the Knicks. I have the Knicks. I have the Sixers. I just, I'm a Sixers fan, and I'm sorry. There's no way I can take the Knicks on Christmas. <laughs> okay. That's the analysis. They've been riding right high there. lately. <laughs> like, when we're talking about win streaks in the Eastern Conference, they're, like, right up there. They could win 80 in a row. They're the Knicks. They lose the last two <laughs> and then get knocked Hater. out of the playoffs in the first round. <laughs> wow. Not happening. Los Angeles <laughs> at Dallas. Courtney, who you got? I have got Dallas and MVP candidate Luka Doncic. I got the Lakers. I think they win this one. Why? Because LeBron James loves showing out on Christmas Day. What about Mr. Cotton, soft tissue, he's whatever? Not, he's not whatever playing. That, I know. He, he, like, does, he, does that not affect things? It does not affect things because now okay. LeBron will have a chance to get the ball. Now to worry about if he's going to get injured or not injured. Lakers win. D- Dallas wins, but if you're talking about the point spread, I might be looking to the Lakers just because the, the Mavs do a lousy job of covering spreads. They play slow. They play defensively. These bigger numbers are tough for them. All right, three more quickly. Milwaukee at Boston. Courtney, who you got? I have Milwaukee. Boston's been cooling as of late, but I still think they're a very good team. But I've got Milwaukee. Okay, I I think Boston wins on Christmas Day. I think they'll find a way to stop being cool and and heat it up in in front of the home fans on Christmas Day. Bucks plus the points. Courtney's right. They've been stumbling a little bit. They, They may have burned up too much energy too early in the season. Memphis at Golden State. Courtney, who you got? Give me jaw and give me the young guns. Yeah, Memphis in the runaway. Move on. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Memphis. Golden State is a complete disaster right now. That Draymond Green, Jordan Poole thing, I think that's still lingering in that locker room. And to round it out, Phoenix at Denver. Courtney? Denver. Oh, yeah, the fighting Jokic's. Yeah, Denver's got this one. Yeah, I mean, as long as Jokic is on the court, they'll be fantastic. They'll probably be minus 200 when he's off the court. But when he's on the court, he'll <laughs> yeah. play a ton of minutes. This Phoenix team, they may have missed their window. They, they yeah. did everything they could the last two seasons, but this year is not going their way. Yeah. Hey, brother, always appreciate you, Joe. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Keep doing a great job, all right? Happy holidays to everybody out there. Thank you guys so much for having me on. You've been wonderful on this show this week. I want to make sure you know that because I doubt Pat has mentioned it at any point. So (laughs) great job, everybody. Happy holidays. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate you. I'm excited for Joe and Amber. I really am. That's going to be an awesome new addition to our ESPN radio lineup. Oh, it's going to be a disaster. No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Way to sell the product, man. The the disaster that won't be Joe and Amber starts January 3rd from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio with Amber Wilson and Joe Fordenball, also catching part of ESPN's Daily Wager each and every day, Monday through Friday. Did a great job joining us here in Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with Courtney Cronin. Freddie coming in for the guys today on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80, and ESPNU. Like we mentioned, NBA doubleheader on Sunday. Celtics host the Bucks in Game 1, followed by Grizzlies at Warriors in Game 2. Cars begins at 4.30 Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. And I think Giannis, the Greek freak, Antetokounmpo, will be in the zone on Christmas versus the Bucks. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. 
back to the holiday draft, and we will see how angry a Courtney Cronin will be after her picks will be shaded by the Scrooge McThree, known as the staff behind the scenes. What? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now... You're going to hear about it. And we'll see what kind of problems our Scrooge McThree will have for Courtney Cronin, part of the KJM Holiday Draft. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max with Courtney Cronin. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. Now, we did drafts one and two a little more than an hour ago. Courtney had the first pick. She took holiday time off, and the staff just lost their rabbit behind minds about that one. She also had pick number six. She was able to take snow. The staff had the second pick. They took Santa Claus. Then they had the fifth pick. They took Christmas lights. I had the third pick. I took Christmas tree. And then with the fourth pick, I took eggnog. So, Courtney, you had the seventh pick of the KJM holiday draft. With the seventh pick, in the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max holiday draft, I am taking Christmas cookies, particularly peanut butter blossoms, the most popular Christmas cookie in the continental United States. It's the one that has the peanut butter cookie, and then it's got the Hershey's Kiss in the center of it. Mm-hmm. Every holiday okay. cookie exchange you go to, those are going to be the first ones that go because they are the superior cookie okay. of the Christmas cookie spread. Right. Happy got staff. Anything, yeah, got anything nasty to say to me about Happy that? Happy boys. Yeah. You missed some good options. It's way better than your first pick. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. No, no, it ain't Scrooge McThree. No, it ain't. All right, with our with our third overall pick... Not third Stop. Or, the eighth overall pick. He keeps Stop. messing me up when I think overall pick. You know what your pick should be? Learning how to pick. count at Christmas time. That should be your pick. 
Listen, you guys focus on being better at drafting. We are. I'll work on myself over but, here. Okay? Work, work on math so, skills. That should so have been first, no situation. Eight years of age. Be better at drafting. <laughs> well, be Second, better at math. I'll learn how to count. Maybe. Uh, all right. So uh, with <laughs> our third pick in the draft, the KJM staff picks Christmas music. Okay. Layup. Okay. I'll give that to you. Gifted that one to yeah. us. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it's great because since you've been crushing Courtney, I'm not saying anything you guys do is great. So Steve has my back, Freddie. That's Always. what a true friend no, no, does. Yeah, like I said, Scrooge McThree, they don't have your back at all. They're not your friends anymore. With the ninth pick in the KJM Holiday Draft, I'm taking exchanging gifts. It's always a great part about Christmas. People love doing that kind of thing, where the secret Santa, you get the right kind of gift. Although, if you get the wrong kind of gift, it can change the temperature in the room. Then it gets very, very awkward. Sometimes I like to be an agent of chaos. But, yeah, Christmas time, exchanging gifts, thought going into it. That's I got that pick for the ninth pick of the holiday draft. Okay. Um, right. Question for you on yes. that. Are you, done with your, are you done with your shopping? Yep. Got done. So mm-hmm. you, okay, yeah. so, so mm-hmm. you yep. – what did – like, how did you do that? Like, how did you have time? Yeah, you know what it is? Well, I found time, number one. It, it's, it's more than ever before you can do stuff online now, Courtney, which is really a saving grace for somebody like me that doesn't want to go into brick and mortar stores like I used to, and I still do that. So I was able to find stuff online and have it delivered. And believe me, the one thing about that, don't buy clothes. Because if it goes wrong, then you got to send it back, and yeah, that's more held in a little bit. So I want to get in gifts where I don't have to worry about somebody not having it be able to fit them. Okay, that's fair. Me back again, to you, right? Freddie. Oh, yep. Yeah, I got it. I got Thank it. Thank God. You guys, I'll yeah. tell you what. Yeah. But, but, uh, uh, okay, Mr. Math. Okay, Mr. Mathlete, who does not count one, two, and three. I'm going to take this pick with the 10th pick in the draft here on the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Holiday Draft. Courtney Cronin and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio with the ESPN app. Six X and Channel 80 and, t- and also ESPNU with James and also Allen and also Pat. Mine is going to be Christmas stockings. You get your name on it. Get, the, get your initials on it. You hang them by the tree. You hang them on the mantle. How many times have you gone into somebody's house and you see the Christmas stockings hang up with people's names on it? Mm-hmm. That's always pretty cool tradition. Sometimes you can tell who's closer in the family to have like mom and dad and the kids and everything. So I'm going to go Christmas stockings with the tenth pick in the draft. Solid. You guys would be getting a lump of coal in yours. Just letting <laughs> <laughs> All right, with the staff's fourth pick of the KJM go. holiday draft. See, it's 11th so overall. Yeah, but it, he got it right. Fourth pick for yeah. the staff. So yeah, I'm See, learning. It, you know, I don't know about you guys. Numbers is fun. Learning. Numbers learning is, we're count. building. Numbers we're building. is fundamental. <laughs> so we're learning. We're learning. All right, uh, with our fourth pick, the KJM staff selects Christmas movies. Solid. That's really good. That's a you guys just stole the pick Courtney. from me. Yeah, yeah. Courtney, yeah. Uh, oh, I got it. Right and they didn't have to trade up in the draft to do that either. All right, am I allowed to have, like, an offshoot of it? I'm not going to take Christmas movies, but I had something that had to deal with a Christmas movie, or is that, like, Is that allowed? Well, let's let's see. Hold on. Okay. So, wait a minute. So, if you don't Good like music. it, she gets another draft well, pick? Well, I mean, if it's ridiculous, then we, okay. we're going to have to beat it. Oh, God, them. here we go. So, my favorite part about Christmas movies in, like, this time of, se- this time of the year, mm. debating what is a Christmas movie and what is not a Christmas movie. Okay. Centered around the Die Hard debate. 
Is it a Christmas movie? Is it not? Okay. We'll, we'll allow Christmas okay. debates. Christmas yeah. debates? Yeah. I like that. You yeah, also have the aunt and uncle, you know? Yeah. That's that, that one is like polarizing. Yeah. You'll get some really sure. heated opinions yeah, like from Friday. people saying it's not a Christmas movie, right. that it is. Yeah. I don't so, actually I know mean, where it, I stand that's a, that's a terrible pick, but we'll allow it. Oh, God. Jeez. You, talk, you guys called me Ebenezer? You guys retired that award. But we're just we're just being honest. No, you just being, you guys aren't no, as good. No, no, you guys are ripping are. apart my draft Stop. board. Stop, please. You just, I'm not bringing you guys any peanut butter blossoms. I don't blame you. Every we're time building. I go to Bristol, I bring treats. Ma- I'm not bringing you guys. Yeah, make those fools starve. That's what I would do. Well done by you, Courtney. I'd make I tell them Christine not to bring you anything either. Just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even start. Oh no, it's 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 anti Christmas look on Courtney's face right now (laughs) when it comes to those three. Always hit us up on Twitter, Key J and Max. That's the show's handle. Courtney's handle, Courtney R. Cronin. My handle at Coleman ESPN. Part of Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel eighty. And don't forget about us on ESPNU. Back to the NBA. Everybody looks forward to one particular Christmas Day game. This year, a couple of stars are not part of it. Does that still mean there's a game that people are looking forward to? We'll get to that next here on ESPN Radio. This college football playoff is set up perfectly. You have the reigning champs in Georgia. Michigan trying to redeem themselves after getting embarrassed last year. TCU, best story in all of college football. And then Ohio State, they have all the weapons to go out and beat a Georgia team that's been dominant. The college football playoff. Coverage begins New Year's Eve at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. And you got games starting at noon and ending well after midnight. 76ers, Knicks kick it off at noon and then it ends with Suns and Nuggets at 1030 Eastern time. All those games, five of them ESPN 
ESPN Plus and ABC. With Courtney Cronin, I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Freddie, on Keyshawn J. Will Max and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as ESPNU. Let's bring in our man Andre Snell, as I like to call him, the great Dr. Z, Mr. Driz himself. That's his Twitter <laughs> handle, ESPN Senior NBA writer. Always great to talk NBA with him. And Andre, I'm going to start with which team do you think we'll learn the most about on Christmas Day? All right. Um, first of all, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say I'm going to hedge it a little bit. The winner of the 76ers-Knicks game okay. is, is my answer for who we'll learn the most about. We've got two teams that are both playing well right now. Matter of fact, if you look at the Atlantic Division, uh, teams two, three, and four are the hottest three teams in the NBA right now. The Nets aren't playing on, on Christmas, so they would have been another uh, good answer to this question. But the 76ers and, and the Knicks are, and I want to see which of those teams is closer to living up to the hot streak that they're on um, on Christmas Day. Yeah, I mean, that's I, 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 I back that pick a lot. Because mm-hmm. remember, they were on a, was it, eight or nine game win streak, Freddie? Yep. The Knicks, and, yep. and then they One, just lost nine. to Toronto mm-hmm. uh, on Wednesday. But I think this will give us a chance to kind of see, you know, Further down the standings right now in the Eastern Conference, whether it's them, whether it's Orlando, whether it's you know teams that you might be in that contender pretender category, like the Knicks. Can exactly. I know Joe Fortenbaugh like decided to throw this thing out there saying that the Knicks are, could win eighty games and they're still the Knicks? <laughs> I'd like to believe in one of these win streaks. So I, I you know hopefully you know if they beat Philadelphia on Sunday, we mm. can actually like buy a little Knicks stock. Yeah, I, I think the one team that jumps out to me, although I think if the NBA and ESPN had their way, there'd be some flex scheduling to get the Brooklyn Nets to play on Christmas Day the way that they play lately. But the one team I can't wait to see to find out about, the Memphis Grizzlies. This will be the biggest stage that they've been on in a regular season game probably in a long, long time. And, yeah, the Golden State Warriors, Dre and also Courtney, don't have Steph Curry out there, and they're a wounded team right now. Mm-hmm. But we've heard, a lot of people have heard about the Grizzlies. They may not have had a chance to actually see them. When it comes to playing a stage like that, so that's the one team that I can't wait to see how they're going to perform when they should win that game. And John Morant has essentially a potential coming out party when it comes to playing on Christmas Day. All right, you missed analytics, Andre Snellings. I, you know how I don't like this. Early MVP front runners, and if the season ended right now, this person would be the MVP. But what do the analytics say based on what you've seen and what you've been able to talk about? Uh, who's the early MVP front runner right now? Yeah, um, the analytics ones I like to look at, you know, I like to look at the the plus minus stats because they're based on impact, not just box score. You know, the box score, you can game that a little bit, but you can't game whose presence on the court leads to the biggest positive uh, impact on their team. And thus far this season, the leader in uh, NBA real plus minus is drum roll, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics. Um, And, you know, that, that matches somewhat the, the, the eye test and, and the narrative, uh, the story test, right? Tatum has been this young player. Um, he's, he's been trying to prove that he's at the level of the other greats. He had this amazing playoffs run last season all the way up until he got to the finals when things maybe didn't go the way he would have wanted them to go. Um, and then, you know, go into the offseason, come back, and Tatum and Brown had the Celtics as the clear number one team for most of the early part of the season. Um, now, they've recently uh, been caught in the standings by the team that I personally think is the best team in the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, they, they've been, my, they were my preseason pick to win the championship, and, uh, you know, 
about 40% of the way into the season. I don't see a reason to change that. But uh, Tatum himself is doing it on a game-in, game-out basis. He's a young buck, which means that he's, he's young enough that he can play all out almost 40 minutes a game for 82 games and, and, and still you know have something left for the playoffs. And I think that energy is, is what has him at the top of the MVP rankings right now. Yeah, and I mean, that's a perfect segue into Bucks Celtics and the shot-making selection from Jason yeah. Tatum that has him. You know, this team kind of, clawing back out of this slump. I mean, they have dropped five of their last six games, Andre, and I just want to know from your perspective, like how do they right the ship here a little bit? Because they were they were the hottest team in the NBA for like the first eight, nine weeks of the season. Now it feels like they've leveled off a little bit. Is this just regressing to the mean because of like the historic streak that Tatum and Brown were on in terms of, you know, their scoring as a duo? Or are there other areas that you look at with the Celtics team and say, that's how they can fix it and get back on track? Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit of regression to the mean. Um, but really more, I think, is just it's a long marathon of a season. I alluded to that a second ago. But there's going to be a little bit of ups and downs when you've got an 82-game schedule over, you know, four and a half months of, of, of a season. Right. Um, <laughs> you alluded to, to Joe Fortenbaugh saying if the Knicks won 80 games, you still wouldn't believe in them. <laughs> Hater. I, I would believe in them if, if they managed to win 80 games. I, you would think, right? Andre, you would I think. Would yeah. I think that'd be an NBA record somewhere. I'm not really sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, more than that, with the Celtics, you know, I look at their their struggles began right around when something really good happened for the team. And that was Robert Williams coming back hmm. um, because it causes them to change the way they play. Like last season, they made the finals based on being the best defensive team in the NBA. But this season, they started off by having this record-setting offense and, and hitting three-pointers as a team um, at a pace very rarely have ever seen in NBA history. So as Williams comes back, I feel like they're partially trying to reclaim their identity as a defensive team, but that's in conflict a bit with their uh, identity as the greatest offense since uh, the Warriors in their heyday. So I think they – they're learning how to play with each other, and ultimately it'll be okay. Andre Snell's ESPN senior, right also on Twitter, Professor DRZ, as in Dr. Z, joining Freddie Coleman, Courtney Cronin, and Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Which team that is really good that a lot of people still don't know about do you believe in more? Is it Cleveland at 22-11 and 11 in the Eastern Conference or the New Orleans Pelicans at 19-12 in the Western Conference? Ooh, I really like both of those teams, um, but I'm going to go with the Cavs because – I've been riding harder with them for longer. I think that the Cavs, to me, shocked the world last season. But they shocked the world still under the radar unless you were really looking closely because they weren't really supposed to be this good this soon. Mm -hmm. But they had some great draft picks and some young players kind of come together. And they were competing to to lead the East for a good chunk of last season. It wasn't to the end when injuries kind of derailed them a little bit. So you take that base and add Donovan Mitchell to it, and now you've got four legitimate all-star caliber players, all age 26 and under. Um, and then you've got uh, a deep team, you know, guys like uh, Kevin Love coming off the bench. You know, Karis LeVert, he could be coming off the bench or starting, depending on if you need him. Um, they have a defensive identity. They've got young perimeter players that can create offense for themselves and their teammates. And the biggest question I had is, would it all mesh? Uh, throwing a, a player as big as Donovan Mitchell into the pool, and it has. Like, it, 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 they, they haven't missed a beat as far as that's concerned. So 
while I'm impressed with both teams, I really like what the Cavs uh, have done and are doing this season. I always appreciate you, brother. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Andre. Thanks a lot and take care, my man. All right, you too. Andre Snelly's, like we mentioned, great following on Twitter, excuse me, Professor DRZ's and Dr. Z does a great job as an ESPN senior writer, fantasy basketball, and NBA analyst. And I can't wait to see how, Courtney, real quick, how the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to continue oh, to do yeah. this. They had the third best record in the league, and nobody knows about that. 22 and 11, they are riding hot right now in yeah. the Eastern Conference. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell feeling a lot better being out of Utah and being in <laughs> Cleveland. Usually that doesn't go that way, but it has done that way for Donovan Mitchell, Spider Mitchell, and the rest of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Courtney Cronin, Freddie Coleman, and Keyshawn. Jay Will and Max, and we'll redraft the NFL draft when it comes to quarterbacks from last year. That's next. Listen to Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. You are.